0: Welcome to the Lifebox B.A. Channel Radio Podcast. Today we are honored to have musician, actor, member of the Radio Gunners band, Mr. Jeff Weber. How are you today?
1: Hey, Char. I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: Very good, my friend. How are you holding up underneath all this stuff we're dealing with right now?
1: Good, man. Just, uh, you know, my heart goes out to everybody who's been affected by it so far, but I'm just trying to stay creative here in my space and, and uh, go day by day.
0: I definitely understand you on that. It's a little difficult, but we're going to make it through all this. Yeah, I believe so. A little battered and beaten up, but we'll take it.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah, we've been there before.
0: Absol- absolutely. So tell me a little bit about your career, my friend. I mean, man, you guys uh, with the Radio Gunners have a brand new song out, Talk Me With Your Eyes, which is really an awesome song, by the way.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, you know, we're it's it's really exciting, you know, and I've, I've Again, with all you know, levity and awareness of the situation that's going on right now, uh, I'm I'm still try to remain you know optimistic and excited about projects that I have going on, both in the music and the acting world. And, um, you know, because that's what we do as artists we we want to be creative, and that's that's our job and our and our passion. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I'm super excited. You know, um, I've got a couple of movies up ahead of me that. Um, you know, or, or hopefully we'll start filming at some point
0: <laughs>
1: in the in the near future. Um,
0: Before the December uh, give or take, no, I'm just joking, joking, people.
1: Yeah, all right. I mean, it's crazy, man. Uh, and so, super excited about the release of "Talk to Me with Your Eyes," a song I wrote a long time ago uh, with a couple of cool cats in Nashville. Jeez. Um, I don't even remember how many years ago I wrote that, but when the Radio Gunner started up and we decided to do an album, we decided to put it on there and then ultimately decided to release it as our first single. So it's kind of cool to see that. You know, you just never know. You just never know. Um, that's why people should always remain optimistic. You, you know, you, you do something and you just never know when it comes back around and, and uh, can be revealed
0: as a work of art. Yeah, we had one of your bandmates on Paul Shreve uh, last week. Uh, great interview. And he spoke about how talented you were, and how <laughs> you guys cooked well. And, well, he's, you know, that's it, it, kind. God, I'm sorry, my friend.
1: Yeah, no, that's too kind. I appreciate that, but uh, yeah, I, I, I always feel like the least talented guy in the room. Believe me, <laughs> um,
0: not not from not from what I've heard from fellow bandmates and from you, your guys' performances. I, I I I think you're all very talented. Uh, when, I grew, sure. when I grow up, one day I want to be a musician like you guys. <laughs>
1: um, you know, that's funny. But you and know,
0: yeah, uplifting. Yeah, it's just the funny thing. Was, so, what got you started in music, man? I mean, because obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about your movies in a little bit. But what got you, you know, started in entertainment period? Because I mean, you have one hell of a uh, a resume here. I mean, you were a rodeo cowboy, mm-hmm. uh, man. You know, bareback, bronc busting, and bulls. I'm going to ask you a question right there with that because, you know, I'm a Texas boy too originally uh-huh. and from San Antonio and a couple miles down the road from you.
1: Yep. Love San Antonio.
0: Bronc busting or breaking so, horses?
1: Yeah. You know, so I, I grew up, um, I, we moved around a lot when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I kind of never really fit in, you know, anywhere that I lived. Um. And as a, as, a young, as a young guy about, you know, I can remember all the way back to being eight or nine years old, and I would watch, you know, these old cowboy movies, and, and um, I, I always loved uh, Dean Martin, you know, as a singer, and Cary Grant as an actor, and I had made up my mind when I was a little kid, I was like, you know what, I want to be a cowboy, a pilot, a singer, and an actor, <laughs> Somehow, way, I've managed to do all those things. And it's because I just didn't know any better. I just thought everybody could do whatever, you know. Um, but music really came from uh, it was something that was instilled in me from my dad. Uh, he was a big, huge uh, Bob Wills and Texas Playboys fan. Wow. And so I just grew up, you know, when he was home and not on the road. Um, I you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd hear Bob Wills records playing I knew Dad was home. Nice. And, um, I just, I really, really love that. Uh, you know, cause Bob Wills was, a, was an absolute huge influence on modern music. Absolutely. And, and um, just a great pioneer and inventor of, of, different sounds. And, you know, I started rodeoing and, uh, cause that was one of the things I wanted to do. I started when I was 14 riding bulls. Woo. And, just for fun, and then I joined a junior rodeo association. And a guy that I met, um, my one of my best friends, I still talk to him today. Um, he he was a bareback bronc rider, so he rode bareback horses. I rode bulls, and he bought a guitar and started teaching himself how to play. So he's like, "Hey, man, we should we should uh, you know learn how to play guitar and sing and start a band." And so I bought a guitar from a pawn shop and a book called Guitar Lessons for the Musically Hopeless, not knowing that it was actually a joke book. But I, <laughs> I, I, I learned the major chords <laughs> from that book. So, I need that book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. I, I, I need to revisit it probably. Um, so that's where that kind of started. You know, I always loved music. And, and then my, when my buddy wanted to learn, you know, Chris Ledoux songs, because we were rodeoing at the time, that's pretty much how it got going. We started a little band, and it just—I just kept playing music from there. And after my rodeo career was over with, um, I, you know, so I, I was actually in the house band at the Blue Bonnet Palace in San Antonio for, wow. for a few years, and uh, that kind of got me going. You know, heading out to Nashville and chasing down a record deal and all that stuff. So,
0: let me ask you a question. Just so that, and that part of it is. I have my preference. I'm going to ask you, uh, so bronc busting or riding bulls, which one's more difficult?
1: Um, riding bulls to me always felt easier and I felt safer. <laughs>
0: I, I, see, you, I totally agree a hundred percent. That's why, yeah. you know, and I was figured you, you know, I, I did it for fun. You did it for a living and I have the same exact idea that you do that, uh, you know, bulls are safer than horses.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're um, you know, they're they're obviously it's a very dangerous endeavor and all that. But horses just always made me really really nervous because they're they can, they're they're a little catty, you know, and uh, beautiful beautiful animals beautiful animals.
0: That y'all yeah, absolutely for sure. By the way, you mentioned something and I and I and I know that you guys do Rat Pack songs. Dina Martin Dean Martin's daughter is a friend of the show and a friend, so she'll love the fact that you brought up her dad. Um, that's really I, really cool.
1: Well, you can tell her that to me, Dean Martin. I think you know, and this is just my opinion and my and my, my like. I think he is the best all around entertainer that ever was. That guy could act, he could sing, he could do comedy, drama, and I mean, sing. Holy, holy cow! Yeah, he's
0: a cool cat
1: for sure. You listen to him on live television in the '60s, and he sounds like a record.
0: You know? Right. Yeah. But he didn't have all that extra help.
1: <laughs> no, and, you know, he had a, one of my favorite shows is the Dean Martin Variety Show. I believe yeah. it ran from 65 to 75, and you could really see, I mean, all the greats were on there, and when you see that live television, that era, you know, with that limited kind of sound equipment and stuff, you could really, he just always set himself apart to me,
0: um, you know? Absolutely. I, I think... When I saw when I when I first found out about you guys, when when Barry Rogers from Wayne PR was telling me about you guys, I was like, man, you know. And I went and checked you guys out. I'm listening to some of your songs. I'm like, wait a minute, you're going from country music and swing to folk, country, rock, and then you threw on Rat Pack. I was like, wait, I got to hear this. uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is pretty damn good. I I really dig it. You know, you guys do a nice job. You cover it very well. Respectable. I think you put a nice little twist into it for today, mm-hmm. you know. And it's an ageless songs, you know. But I think yeah. you make it cool. I mean, it's already a cool song, and they're you know they're just awesome. And Sinatra's Frank Sinatra's just just Frank Sinatra, you know, type thing is. Yeah, but I think it's absolutely. really really cool that you guys kind of made it that it feels a good today song too.
1: Well, Char, I appreciate you saying that, and you know, it was it was actually you know. Uh, and, and if you interviewed Paul, he might have said <clears throat> much the same. You know, it, it was much by accident that him and I met through a mutual friend. And we all, all three of us, the main, you know, the core guys of the radio gunners, Pete and all the Paul Treves, Jeff Weber, we're all from totally different musical backgrounds. right? And it was really... Uh, fun and refreshing because we did we covered a lot of different ground but i think in the end we were all satisfied that it had a good continuity to it um and it's it's a group of songs that you probably normally wouldn't hear on an album you know by one uh, artist together right but um it, it was fun and we i think we did we put our own stamp on it and uh you know kudos to pete and paul they're very talented wonderful wonderful human beings and so it's just been a real pleasure for me, and I'm I'm really glad that you like it, Char. Thank yeah, you.
0: no, I really it really is cool. Yeah, you know, I listen to a lot of different records in a year. I say records because I'm old, you know. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: you know, so, but I listen to a lot of rec- different records in a year, and some newer, old I love, you know. And I have a huge, you know. What, okay, so I'll ask this question to you. Um, if I if I walked into your you know record cabinet right now and said, okay, the top five you're playing. You know, at any given time, what would you reach for? You and, I, so, you and I are going to sit down, we're going to grab a scotch or something, uh-huh. have a refreshment, and you're going to pull out five songs you're going to write. What would I listen to?
1: Okay, you're going to listen to some Antonio Carlos Jobim, nice. some Bossa Nova. You're, we're, we're definitely going to listen to Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. Yeah. Uh, I have I have tons of those on vinyl, signed by, you know, all the original Playboys. Wow, uh, really? Really? We're definitely going to listen to Dean Martin, yeah, and we're going to listen to some Bach. Really? Yeah. Those are kind of my my go to, uh, and y- you know what? There is a new artist that I really um, like their style, um, and I can't. You know what? I'm sorry, I can't think of her name. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: because I asked um, you. You know, that's because I asked you, buddy.
1: You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that's the records that I like to listen to. Um, how, how does you know, Bach
0: fall into this, man?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just have always, um, I, you know, I've always had a wide interest of a lot of things. Sure. And, and, and I don't know what it is specifically about his music in that genre, but it always brings me, it's, a, you know, it's music to me, I think is a universal language, yes. um, that you don't really have to understand it or even understand what the singer is singing about. We all make it our own. And right. for, for, for that genre of music, you know, I'm not really into the Baroque type and a lot of the minuets and stuff like that, but, um, uh, Bach soothes my soul and I understand him. And so, yeah, man.
0: I like that. You know, I told my children, I have five raising them growing up, that, you know, look, you can listen to whatever you want, but you're going to know who the greats are of many different genres, and then you can make your own decisions from there. And every one of them today on their playlist could have everything from Elvis to Garth to whatever on there to Eminem. It's it's so various to, you know, right now. So I think that you're kind of like one of those people uh, that, that has that huge eclectic range that goes from one area to the next.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one of my favorite records of all time is a record that Frank Sinatra did with Antonio Carlos Jobim. Um, And I don't even remember the title of the album, but it had, you know, songs like Girl from Ipanema on it, of course, Corcovado, you know, on and on. And I got to see on tape, obviously, not in person. But they did a live performance, I believe, with the Nelson Riddle Orchestra backing them up. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong on that. But uh, it's pretty cool. They're sitting in a couple of wicker chairs on a stage and doing a medley of of Jo songs. And oh my gosh, I just knocked my socks off when I was a kid. And I've just always loved it ever since.
0: Wow, that's 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 incredible. I, I I love the mixture of, and it's it's funny you brought that up. I love the mixture of. Uh... Of bringing in different artists and putting them together. One of my favorites, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, is Sir Tom Jones and Pavarotti. Uh,
1: I have not seen that.
0: And they do Delilah. Oh, really? I will send it to you, my friend. and I wanna, I, Text me after you listen to it. And tell me what you think. It is incredible. So, Would love to yeah so so as as you're going through I mean because you've absolutely you know done a lot of things and a lot of people don't are not able to do as many of these things so what do you love all of them I mean because obviously becoming a pilot is something that's really cool and what do you what do you what do you fly? So
1: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a private pilot and I'm rated for single engine land, which is, uh, I guess, you know, to most people, you think of the little Cessna airplanes right. and the little Piper, you know, uh, uh, Cherokee 140 or whatever. And I know that's not going to make sense to a lot of people that aren't, but, you know, again, it's funny. I go back to my, um, all, you know, a lot of the interests I have, I, I, I always trace them back to my dad because my dad was in the Navy uh, in the '60s, and he was on an aircraft carrier. And I just I've I've loved airplanes and aviation ever since I can remember, you know. And my dad was kind of a country country guy, so I guess I could probably even attribute you know being a cowboy and stuff to and trace it back to him in some way, shape, or form. Music. Certainly, I don't know about the acting thing. I don't really know where that came from. Cary Grant was, a, I guess, just enamored me as a kid. On the, the, you know, on the big on the big screen, and um, <clears throat> of course, I never got to see a Cary Grant movie on the big screen in his time. Right. It was always later, you know, when they would right. play retro What's films or see Cary him on
0: Grant TV. Movie. What's your favorite yeah. Cary Grant movie? Huh? What's your favorite Cary Grant movie?
1: Only Angels Have Wings. Uh, it was a 1937 or 38 release. Gene Arthur played opposite him. He plays a pilot, oddly enough, down in South America um, in the 30s.
0: And uh, yeah, it's my favorite Cary Grant movie. It, it, it's funny. My favorite Cary Grant movie, which I still share to this day and watch it with my mom when I see her, is Cary Grant's least favorite movie. Do You know what that is? Walked Out Run. <laughs> I don't know. Arsenic, Hold on. And old, arsenic and Old Lace. Oh yeah, with the yep with the two ants. Love that! I can, I, yeah. you know, I love that movie. He couldn't stand it. Yeah. And uh, but I think it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. That's that's funny. yeah. You, he, you and you and I, you, you and I could go. We're 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 gonna have to have drinks sometime together, brother.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. So, yeah, get, feel free to call me and talk Cary Grant movies all day long. I love them. Right on.
0: So so in the interest of all this, and you know, and you putting these uh, songs together on this brand new album, um, uh, it's titled Radio Gunners, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. and this new song, uh, "Talk with Your Talk to Me with Your Eyes," that just came out what last week, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it was maybe last Monday, right? Or you know, maybe two weeks ago, Monday. It's been very recent,
0: right? Because um, I've because I've seen I've, I've put it out and I've gotten a great response from uh, some of our listeners that have uh, already liked it and enjoyed it and everything else. Oh, and- what, what went into kind of the writing the song, man? Um, So that
1: was, uh, you know, I was in Nashville at the time, and I had been signed to an independent label, and then a a publishing deal, you know, a writing deal, and then I got signed, uh, RCA signed me for a demo deal. And I just started, you know, and when things happen like that for you, doors start opening up and everybody wants to write with you or whatever. Right. But a couple of guys that I'd known up there, you know, for, for quite some time, we, we just sat in a room, uh, cause our publishing, the publishing companies were right next door to each other in the same building, United Artists Tower. And, um, you know, I went over there cause we were like, Hey, let's, let's write at one o'clock, you know? And uh, we just started hashing it out. A couple of really talented guys on there, Mark Lambert and Wade Battle. Um, Wade's, you know, very very talented guy. I think he's kind of making a little resurgence right now. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I saw a couple things on social media about him. And uh, just it just kind of, you know, it was just kind of a feel good song that came about. And um, I think we wrote if I remember correctly, you know, we wrote the first verse of chorus and then I just went back and, and followed up on my own with the second verse. And, and, uh, it was kind of just forgotten about for, you know, 12, 13. Let's see. That was probably in Oh three, Oh four. We wrote it. So, wow. It's been a long time. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like that long.
0: And then you think about it and you do the math and you go, oh man,
1: I know (laughs) boy, we're all so much older than we think. Um, so, yeah, and I've always liked the songs. so the Gunners, you know, the radio gutter, Um I presented that to both Paul and Pete, they lo- they loved it, and so we brought it back to life, we gave it a new life, and I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that we did.
0: Yeah, definitely, um, great. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the other songs on there.
1: Um, let's see, we have 11 songs on there, I think I sing 8 or 9 of them, Paul does and sings 2 or 3 of them. Uh, one of Paul's songs that he wrote uh, is one of my favorite ones. It's called Mr. Abraham, and, you know, it tells a story of Abraham Lincoln right after the end of the Civil War, the American Civil War, um, told from the perspective of, a, of a, a person. We don't really know if he was, you know, a North or South soldier, um, but told from a perspective of a soldier who wanted to go and see Lincoln's train I'm sure Paul told you all about that song. Yeah. Um, fantastic you know, song. Um, and I just I really like that one. Uh, you know, Pete brings in the the kind of Cajun flair with Mon- Monsieur Mabel. Um, and then there were, there's a couple of songs on there. You know, I'm kind of the country crooner guy, so <laughs> of course all my songs are going to kind of sound the same because <laughs> that's all I can do. You know, um,
0: I I but, don't think, I don't think they sound the same, man. I I, I don't. I'm going to disagree with you there. I, I, I no no I don't I feel that you have a seal that's kind of on them but you know I, I I feel a lot of them you can tell it's you but I don't I don't feel that they sound the same.
1: Oh Char that's thank you that's very kind of you to say man. Um, uh, and and I really enjoyed being able I was glad that Paul uh, you know allowed me to sing and and Pete allowed me to sing uh, some of their songs like Mister Abraham. There's another you know Paul's kind of a Folk, uh Beatles kind of vibe guy, and so right. he wrote that cool song, uh, She'll Be Mine.
0: Yeah, I love and that song. I love that song.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's really kind of cool. And uh, then Pete has that uh, song about, uh, it's titled My Chevrolet, and it's not at all about what really... People probably would take away from it about a car. It's not about a car at all. It's right. about a dog. It's about one of his dogs named Chevy. Um, but we, you know, I, I and they allowed me to retweak the lyrics a little bit to match my voice and, and tell you know put my little stamp on it. But they, they are definitely the writers.
0: Um, and so it was. It was a lot of fun. You know, I haven't listened to, to that song stuff. as much. I haven't listened to that song as much. I have to go back and listen to it again. So, I, I was not right off the top of my memory on that one. Um, yeah. So, I have to go back. Now, now you just now you just gave me homework.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a 50s, you know, rockabilly kind of vibe. It's right. kind of cool.
0: And uh, so, also, now, you, you've also toured or played with some pretty impressive names over the years.
1: hmm
0: Tell us some yeah. of the people you've played with.
1: Uh, you, you know the first the first guy I was ever an opening act for was Merle Haggard which I've always been a huge hag fan wow. and uh, so that was kind of intimidating and <laughs> <Yeah>. fun and, <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> yeah and, and you know it's I never really had a personal relationship with any of those people I just played in front of them and um, you know I've opened for acts uh, and obviously because I was a country artist it was all you know country. Based people, uh, you know, I've opened shows for Clay Walker, uh, Steve Warner, Pam Tillis, Tracy Byrd, um, Hag, of course. I can I don't know. That's so long ago. I don't remember
0: all of them. How but, is it jumping uh, the curtain for for Merle Haggard when you're told all of a sudden, "Look, man, you know what? You're yanking that curtain," and it's Merle for Merle Haggard? How was that?
1: Well, you know, I knew that he was not at all ever going to hear me play because he's probably on his bus and doing his thing, you know? Uh, but I was still, I was still very nervous. And cause I did a lot of covers. I, I had to remind myself, I was like, okay, do not call out a Merle Haggard song. Do not do a Merle Haggard song. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I was thinking about the whole time. It was a huge crowd and I was, you know, singing everything else. Like some of the songs that I had written way back then. And, you know, of course, covering, uh, George Strait stuff and, but I was just like please don't because I was always in the habit of doing Haggard songs so I had to keep reminding myself do not call out a Merle Haggard song <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: just waiting for one of those nights where your mouth just overrides your mind <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly you know that's, which has uh, happened quite often
0: Oh, man, that's, that's, how well did it work for you?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so far, so good.
0: Oh, thank God for that, yeah, and yeah. George Strait, there's another great one, King of the Cowboys right there, that's another great, uh, great entertainer by himself, uh, George yeah. Strait.
1: Yeah, he, 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 he truly is.
0: Yeah, so I mean, so it's, so it's funny, so also, and do I throw this, we also have a mutual acquaintance, um, Manuel, the designer.
1: Oh, yes, yes, dear friend love that guy
0: I, I've been fortunate enough to meet him on numerous occasions what a nice guy and a talented guy but uh, I, I found out that you uh, you guys were friends and I thought that was really really cool
1: yes yeah he uh, he he's very him and his family his you know his uh, I, I don't know his youngest daughter um, as well as I know uh, Morelia and you know Manny jr but they are just a wonderful family we've remained friends over the years And uh, you know, I used to stay with Manuel and uh, hang out with him a lot when I when I lived in Nashville. Um, You know, I was going back and forth from from uh, from a little town outside of San Antonio called New Braunfels.
0: And um, Schlitterbahn,
1: yeah, Schlitterbahn, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, In New Braunfels, (laughs) it's (laughs) das Leben schon. So you know, I was flying back and forth a lot, and Manuel just really, you know he befriended me and he was a he was a great uh, uh, mentor uh, because he's you know he was I mean that guy dressed you know John Wayne and Frank Sinatra and Martin and Elvis Presley and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and on and on and on Um, so I learned a lot from him and he and some very very cool stories that you know uh, that I won't tell here but (laughs) (laughs) Very cool stories.
0: He is yeah. so he is so smooth and so cool. Oh and, yeah! And I had met him a couple times, and then I got a few minutes to speak with him. Uh, we were at a Nashville uh, Save Homefront event for veterans, and uh, he came in, and it was just he was so smooth and so cool. And matter of fact, I'm uh, I'm going to look at I'm going to hit him up one day and try and talk to him about possibly being on the show or, you know, when all this stuff settles down or taking a couple minutes with him at least, but it was yeah. definitely, it definitely an honor, but I love the fact I mean, how do you get better than, than dressing, you know, John Wayne to Elvis to the Beatles? I mean, yeah. you know, to, to, I think he, I think he started the Johnny Cash thing too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. His, his lineage in that, uh, in that business is, is incredible. And i you know, luckily I'm, I'm happy to say I have a couple of, uh, I have a few, man, well, Clothes hanging in my closet.
0: Are you kidding? Really?
1: Yeah, yeah. He made. He's made me some really cool stuff. Um, in fact, so I just did a movie uh, for a friend of mine. That's a director. Um, he's also an actor and a stunt guy. But he wrote his first screenplay um, it, as a feature. But I think they turned it, uh, turned it into a short. I'll send you. a will send you a link or a DVD, and I, I think it might be on Amazon soon or something. But um, he allowed me to um, pick out some of my some of my own clothes even though I'm not a costume designer and I don't understand all that I'm just an actor right. but um, I, there was a scene where um, where I was able to wear one of my Manuel jackets and uh, so I took that opportunity to do that and I think the Manuel page actually shared it on their on their Facebook or Instagram or one of those I saw it you know where they saw the saw the jacket and, and uh, posted that I was wearing it during filming so that was kind of cool
0: that that is really cool, and I'm going to ask you in a minute, ladies and gentlemen. This is LifeBox Media Channel Radio Podcast. We are speaking with musician and actor Jeff Weber of the Radio Gunners, and we're just get, talking about his great career here. A brand new record they have out now. Talk to me with your eyes. You guys have to check out right now. But um, we're going to talk. We're talking about a little bit of your music. I mean, your movie career. Um, so you've you've had. Um, let's see. My stretch of the Texas ground you did a while ago.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that was released in 2019, and that was my first lead role in a feature film um, because I primarily did uh, a lot, you know, and I still do a lot of commercials. I act in a lot of commercials, and it's a great thing because you go in and you work for a couple, three days, you know, and and you're on to something new, on to, you know, the next thing. Movies are a little different because, you know, you're committing a lot of time to them and learning the character and making them your own and you know, all that stuff, but I, I just enjoy the heck out of all of it.
0: Right, yeah, I, 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 I love that. You get, you know, 20 some days or whatever it is you're filming, depending on the movie, obviously, you know, and you get wrapped up in it, and it can be a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it really, you know, stretches you sometimes, but, uh, you know, and then you have uh, a Deadly Charter, which mm-hmm. uh, which is a movie, I guess, is, is it out yet?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. so they, we, we filmed that last fall, and I think there's a couple different versions, you know, maybe a longer one and a shorter version of it. Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure where it's going to go, but I know that I did, uh, they did release it to the festivals as a short, as a long short film. Okay. It's really cool, really cool little film written and directed by a, a good friend of mine named Hank Slaughter from up in the Dallas area. Um, And I'm not sure if it'll be, you know, it obviously won't be in theaters, I don't believe, but it'll be, uh, you know, probably on one of the streaming platforms, Amazon or something like that.
0: And then you got a new one out, This Is Why We Fight.
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure what the status of that one is, and I'm not aware that it's been released. I saw, you know, you get alerts from, like, IMDB and all that that something's been released. But I have not filmed a single scene on that yet. So uh, they have me listed and cast in it, but I have not received a call sheet and obviously won't for quite some time.
0: Well, I guess (laughs) they said uh, it was going to be April the 1st, but we know that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, that's not
0: gonna happen. I mean, I unfortunately, but you know that and that's none, none of us obviously plan for any of this. Right um uh, right. with the current status of, of of the world right now. But it's just very interesting. So uh when, one because of obviously we'd love to have you back on in the future when you're get when you're able to get on tour and every, and when you're filming and everything else. But uh, you know, it's something to look forward to. And uh I'm gonna check out and i have more information on uh if you get it to me also for, uh, you know, my stretch of uh, Texas ground and a deadly charter, we'll make sure to mm-hmm. we'll post those up to whatever information cool. that's out there. So your fans can go check it out. And our fans can go check you out and these movies as well. Right. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate no, that. I, absolutely. Absolutely. It is, it is a true pleasure. And, and you know, it's, it's funny that you, you've kind of hit a lot of different spots with your career and it bounced around but you know you've actually made well on a lot of them and that's that doesn't happen often when people bounce around most times I mean uh you know the pilot tell me a little bit about just a little bit about the fact of you being a pilot are are you one of those people that when you get up there that you're relaxed and it just chills you out and you take it easy
1: yeah I've I just love the I, I love everything about it and you know when I was getting my pilot's license, I paid for my pilot's license by washing airplanes and working on airplanes. <laughs> and so I learned a lot about aircraft. And, uh, you know, obviously it's, a, it's a, a, a very deep passion of mine, aviation. A lot of my friends, a lot of my close friends are either, you know, uh, military pilots or airline pilots. And so I get to talk to them a lot about it. And, you know, I'm sure they get tired of me asking them questions and, and being the aviation nerd that I am. But uh, you know, I've always had a a, a, a a leaning toward nostalgic stuff, and so for me, I, I like the old, you know, I, I like the golden age of aviation in the '60s or the old 707 captains, you know, for Pan Am, and they were like celebrities back in the day, you know, and uh, and and then obviously, you know, the '30s and '40s was were were really cool for aviation, you know, World War II, obviously. Brought about a lot of technological advances
0: for exactly. aircraft. For sure, and, I'm, I'm a huge yeah. Howard, I'm a huge Howard Hughes fan, and he yeah. helped, he helped develop a lot of that stuff. So I, um, I love that. Yeah,
1: his contribution to you know instrument flying was just that. You know, he developed a lot of the of the the um, uh, front you know the front running ideas for you know flying, being able to fly in the clouds, you know, on instruments in bad weather. And, and not being able to see out of the cockpit. So, yeah, a lot of people, I think, don't realize, you know, that all, that, that stuff all comes from somewhere, and it usually comes from a need or a passion. And uh, there's a lot of people who have contributed to a lot of different things in the world that, you know, go unsung. Um, and it's interesting. I'm also a huge history buff, so I study history a lot. And, <laughs> and I've learned a few things along the way.
0: Well, yeah, but, but that's really cool. And, and, and you know, uh Planes aren't a cheap uh, hobby.
1: <laughs> so- They're not, and I'm I, I am not currently flying at this time.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not. I mean, I. It's funny. I joke with people and say, I remember when you got dressed up to get on a plane. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that that's really cool. But a dear friend of mine was a uh, all all through the states to Hong Kong, Pan Am pilot. So it's funny you said that. But yeah, um, cool. You know, it's. I'll tell you. Here's the funny thing about this. So. You know, when you look at movies and, 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 and acting on TV, you know, uh, rodeo, being a pilot, a musician, do they all fare about the same in your mind To depending on your moment? Or is there times where you say, yeah, man, that's my favorite deal all the time?
1: Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. And I, I, for me, I'm kind of a you know, I'm an extremist. I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, right. I guess. And, um, you know, sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not so good. And <laughs> so it's, 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 for me, it's, it's more about the moment. And, you know, I think rodeoing and riding bulls and broncs and stuff kind of helped instill in me early, uh, my own mortality. And when you really think of the broader picture, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not here for very long, and it can go at any time. So I, I'm just, I try to be thankful every day for for that I'm able to breathe, and in this beautiful Garden of Eden, if you will, you know, this ball running through space at thousands and thousands of miles an hour. And I just try to enjoy joy day by day, and I, I, I try to be honest, and I try to be kind to people. Um, you know, we all make mistakes and stumble along the way. Absolutely. And, And we're not perfect, but, um, you know, I think that's, that's so anything that I'm doing at the time, I try to give all of myself to, whether it's helping someone or writing a song or flying an airplane, I just try to enjoy it because you never know when it's your last time to be able to do it. And, um, I I think most importantly is just be thankful and be kind, you know,
0: I, I, I love that. That's a, that's a great, that's a great thing. Uh, and a great lesson. I think we all, you know, need to try to take those times, especially now these trying times. I think that's a great message, uh, without a doubt. Um, so, tell us where we can find you on social media. Uh,
1: so, I've got, um, you know, I'm obviously on Instagram. Um, I'm not, I'm not a huge social media guy, and I don't do, you know, all the posts and all that, and I don't have a huge amount of followers, and but my agent for acting she you know um she encourages me to have social media so, which is cool because i actually got a movie role from somebody you know uh, that saw me on facebook and saw one of the projects i was doing and looked into me you know um and uh i i, I got a cool cool role hopefully that one will start filming sometime this year too but i'm at Dub on instagram jeff weber on uh there's a Jeff Weber fan page on Facebook, and then obviously the Radio Gunners uh, has Facebook and Instagram as well.
0: You know, I will tell you, you got to roll from it, buddy. You know, you know that that's that's God telling you that you got to get better on uh, social media, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand
0: it. <laughs> you know, man, it's it's hard to keep up with them, brother. It's hard to keep up with them. Trust me. And when somebody yeah. sends me a note and says, "Oh, there's a couple new ones out there," you're like, "Oh, God." Um. yeah
1: yeah well and it's you know not not everything that gets out there you control um so it's i'd rather be kind of a fly under the radar kind of person where i don't have to worry about that but thank god you know a great publicist barry rogers absolutely um and and he keeps you know he keeps an eye on all that stuff and and uh not that by any means you know i'm i'm any one of consequence but you just you know you want to know what's going on and uh, IMDB, for instance, you know, people can Google you and your whole life is out there for everybody to see,
0: you know, right. And so. Yeah. But you have to understand something. I mean, you know, you're, you're an entertainer in many different facets and I sit there and I said, you know, I, we already, we already have, you know, we have a show already gone on for many years, but when we have the opportunity, especially now we have to make the most of it and, and talent yeah. like yourself and the, and the rest of your boys and the radio gunners and many other talents out there, you know, the idea is right now you're not touring, you know, you you know, so you have to get your message and your music when all this hard work you guys have put into this album has to get out there. The fans can't listen to it if they don't know about it. And obviously you can't promote a tour. So you have to keep the buzz going. And to me, I want to bring the talent, the entertainment, you guys to the fans and bring the fans to you guys.
1: Well, yeah, Char, that's really where, you know, that's where it all starts is people like you that have a passion that's obviously a very, very deep and wonderful passion for music. Cause you know, without people like you, we don't, it, we don't work and you know, we don't get anywhere and our music doesn't get heard. And so it's, uh, you know, thank God that we, we still have people like you out there promoting it um, by, you know, no gain of your own, but just because you love the music and love the artist so much, it means a lot. It means a heck of a lot, and we really appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I was a professional athlete for a long time, and, and, and I know back then you didn't have guaranteed contracts, no pay, no play, you know, uh, right. no type thing, no, no play, no pay, no excuse me, but, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of thing's going on. but And with this now, I want people to sit there and look at and say, oh, my gosh right there, you know, Jeff Weber, man, he's an actor, he's in this movie, you know, he, he's uh, with the Radio Gunners, and he's got a new hot song out, a new album, and, and, you know, look at his boys, you know, and sit there and say, look, that's a, that's a great talent, you know, and they should listen to you or watch your movie or whatever it happens to be at the moment, and I really think that, uh, you know, that coinciding with putting you guys together, you know, it keeps things rolling, it's also, you know, you guys have been fantastic, you are know, talking to you and Paul both, have been absolutely a pleasure, and man, we like, like I said, we could sit down and you know, and, and and talk about music and movies all day long. Uh, and that's what makes it even more interesting is because you guys are legit, you're real. I mean, you know, yes. it, it, you know, publicists say a lot of things sometimes, and, and and I know Barry very well, and he he said that you guys were legit, real talented guys, and really good people too. And 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 I've I've found that to be the case talking to both of you.
1: you you have my number now so you can call me anytime you want char (laughs) i'll talk aircraft and hong kong kai tak approach checkerboard approach with you and your buddy Uh, i I love people and i love communicating uh, with other human beings and i love connecting and so um yeah man definitely let me know if there's anything i can ever
0: do for you i appreciate it my friend ladies and gentlemen jeff weber actor musician one of the members of the radio gunners band Uh, Go check out their new album, The Radio Gunners. Their hot new song out right now, Talk To Me With Your Eyes. Get it on all major music platforms. Go buy the album. Go buy the record. We've heard both. And check out Jeff Weber's media everywhere. We'll post it all up here. And thank you so much, my friend, for taking time to stop by the Lifebox Media Channel radio podcast and give us a few minutes of your time. And we really, really appreciate it.
1: Char, thank you very much, and um, that is reciprocated 100%. I appreciate you and your time, sir.
0: You have a great day. Stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Okay, see you, Char. Okay.